Here is the closing Schwab market update as of 4.15 p.m. Eastern Time, 15 minutes after market close for Friday, December 23rd. U.S. equities ended the day higher and the week mixed. The S&P 500 and Nasdaq posted a third straight week of losses, while the Dow was able to buck the trend by posting a weekly gain. The moves came amid a day full of economic reports that offered varying results. Personal income rose slightly, and the Fed-favored inflation gauge showed continued moderation, new home sales surprisingly rose, and consumer sentiment was revised higher. However, durable goods orders fell noticeably, and personal spending came in softer than expected. Treasury yields were higher, and the U.S. dollar was lower, while crude oil and gold prices traded to the upside. News on the equity front was in short supply, but Meta Platforms garnered attention after it agreed to settle a class-action lawsuit for $725 million. Asian stocks finished lower amid some disappointing data out of Japan, while markets in Europe diverged heading into the long holiday weekend. The Dow Jones Industrial Average rose 176 points, or 0.5%, to 33,204, the S&P 500 index went up 22 points, or 0.6%, to 3,845, and the Nasdaq Composite increased 22 points, or 0.2%, to 10,498. In low volume, 2.8 billion shares of NYSE-listed stocks were traded, and 3.5 billion shares changed hands on the Nasdaq. WTI crude oil gained $2.07 to $79.56 per barrel. Elsewhere, the gold spot price went up $9.60 to $1,804.90 per ounce, and the dollar index dipped 0.1% to 104.33. Markets ended mixed for the week, as the S&P 500 declined 0.2% and the Nasdaq composite decreased 1.9%, while the Dow Jones Industrial Average advanced 0.9%. In equity news on Friday, Meta Platforms Incorporated, ticker symbol META, was in focus as the parent of Facebook has agreed to pay $725 million to settle a class action lawsuit that claimed that the social media company gave third-party access to user data without their knowledge or consent. The lawsuit came after Facebook disclosed in 2018 that information on roughly 87 million individuals was wrongly shared with Cambridge Analytica. Shares traded higher. The equity markets have been volatile as of late, and this week added to the choppiness, with the S&P 500 and the Nasdaq posting a third week of losses. The uncertainty comes amid worries over the economic impact of aggressive monetary policy tightening from the Fed, which has caused recession worries and volatility in the markets to ratchet higher. The Schwab Center for Financial Research discusses the recent volatility in the latest article titled Stock Market Volatility, Fed Concerns to the Fore. Additionally, Schwab's chief investment strategist Lizanne Saunders discusses in her article titled U.S. Outlook, How Many More Times Fed, how Powell, among other Fed officials, has seemingly shifted his attention from the rearview mirror to the windshield. She points out how inflation is a lagging indicator, but the impact of monetary policy changes is in the future. You can follow Lizanne on Twitter, at Lizanne Saunders. Read all our market commentary on our Insights and Education page, 
and you can follow us on Twitter at Schwab Research. In economic news on Friday, personal income rose 0.4% month-over-month in November, above the Bloomberg consensus forecast calling for a 0.3% increase, while October's figure was unrevised at a 0.7% rise. Personal spending gained 0.1%, below the street's expectation for a 0.2% advance, and compared to the prior month's upwardly adjusted 0.9% increase. The September savings rate as a percentage of disposable income was 2.4%, up from October's negatively revised 2.2% rate. The PCE deflator rose 0.1% month-over-month, matching expectations and compared to October's upwardly adjusted 0.4% gain. Compared to last year, the deflator was 5.5% higher, in line with estimates and compared to the prior month's upwardly adjusted 6.1% rise. Excluding food and energy, the PCE core price index rose 0.2% month-over-month, matching forecasts and compared to October's positively revised 0.3% rise. The index was 4.7% higher year-over-year, in line with estimates and after October's unadjusted 5% rise. November preliminary durable goods orders fell 2.1% month-over-month, far more than the Bloomberg expectation of a 1% decrease and versus the prior month's downwardly revised 0.7% gain. Excluding transportation, orders grew 0.2% versus the expected flat reading and compared to the prior month's negatively revised 0.1% increase. Finally, non-defense capital goods orders excluding aircraft, considered a proxy for capital spending, increased 0.2% month-over-month, north of expectations of an unchanged reading, and versus the prior month's downwardly revised 0.3% rise. The final University of Michigan Consumer Sentiment Index for December was unexpectedly revised higher to 59.7 from the preliminary 59.1 figure where it was expected to remain. The upward revision came as a downward adjustment to the current conditions portion of the index was more than offset by an upward revision to the expectation component of the survey. The one-year inflation forecast was adjusted lower to 4.4% from the preliminary estimate of 4.6% where it was expected to remain and down from November's 4.9% rate. The 5-10 to year inflation forecast was adjusted lower to 2.9% versus forecasts for it to remain at November's rate of 3%. New home sales rose 5.8% month-over-month in November to an annual rate of 640,000 units versus forecasts calling for a decline to a rate of 600,000 units and compared to October's downwardly revised 605,000 unit level. The median home price rose 9.5% year-over-year to $471,200. New home inventory declined to 8.6 months from October's upwardly revised level of 9.3 months of supply at the current sales pace. Sales jumped month-over-month month in the Midwest and West, but fell in the Northeast and South. Sales in the Northeast were noticeably higher year-over-year, year, and the Midwest saw a modest rise compared to a year ago, but the South and West remained well below year-ago levels. 
New home sales are based on contract signings, offering a timelier read on housing activity compared to the larger contributor of existing home sales, which are based on closings. Treasury rates were higher, as the yield on the two-year note increased 6 basis points to 4.31%, the yield on the 10-year note gained 8 basis points to 3.75%, and the 30-year bond rate rose 9 basis points to 3.82%. Although coming well off highs, Treasury yields and the U.S. dollar remain higher for the year amid this backdrop, and Schwab's chief fixed-income strategist, Kathy Jones, discusses in her article titled, Fixed Income Outlook, Bonds Are Back, how we see opportunities in 2023 for the bond market to provide attractive yields at lower risk than we've seen for several years. You can follow Kathy on Twitter, at Kathy Jones. Please note, all U.S. markets will be closed Monday, December 26, in observance of the Christmas holiday. Next week will be shortened as a result of the holiday and the economic calendar will be fairly light. The heaviest day for the docket will come on Tuesday, the first day of trading after the long weekend, with reports slated for release to include wholesale inventories, the advanced goods trade balance, the S&P CoreLogic Case-Shiller Home Price Index, as well as regional manufacturing reads out of the Dallas and Richmond regions. Other items of note comprise of pending home sales, the Chicago PMI, and the weekly reads on MBA mortgage applications and initial jobless claims. In international news on Friday, European stocks were mixed in a subdued trading session as investors looked ahead to the holiday weekend. The markets have been grappling with the recent aggressive monetary policy tightening, with moves from the European Central Bank, the Bank of England, and Swiss National Bank following in the footsteps of the Fed in the U.S. The moves by the Fed and European Central Bank were milder than the recent 75 basis point rate increases, and Schwab's chief global investment strategist, Jeffrey Kleintop CFA, discusses in his article titled Central Banks Stepping Down, how central banks seem to be stepping down from aggressive rate hikes. You can follow Jeff on Twitter, at Jeffrey Kleintop. In economic news, France's PPI jumped in November and was well above forecasts, while producer prices in Spain rose at a slower-than-expected pace last month, and the nation's third-quarter GDP was revised upward on a year-over-year basis. Elsewhere, consumer confidence in Italy jumped, but business sentiment continued to deteriorate. The euro and the British pound rose versus the U.S. dollar, while bond yields in the eurozone and the U.K. gained ground. The UK FTSE 100 index inched 0.1% higher as markets in London closed early in observance of the holiday. Italy's FTSE MIB index and Switzerland's Swiss market index gained 0.3% and Germany's DAX index increased 0.2%, while France's CAC 40 index declined 0.2% and Spain's IBEX 35 index was mostly unchanged. Stocks in Asia finished lower in subdued trading, and as the markets digested disappointing data out of Japan. Core inflation in the Asian nation rose 3.7% year-over-year, in line with forecasts, but hitting a fresh 40-year high. The report puts more focus on the Bank of Japan after this week's decision by the central bank to widen the cap on the 10-year Japanese government bond yields, and move intended to improve market functioning while maintaining accommodative financial conditions. 
This action sparked volatility in the currency and bond markets and comes after a host of monetary policy tightening measures across the globe. Stocks in Hong Kong pared back some after rallying recently as property and technology issues saw pressure. Mainland Chinese equities also dipped as COVID cases continued to rise in the country, dampening optimism regarding progress on a reopening. In his latest article titled Global Outlook, Recovery and Risk, Schwab's Jeffrey Kleintop notes how markets may continue to see volatility in 2023 as they navigate between global economic growth and inflation fears, with central banks decreasing rate hikes and China's reopening. Japan's Nikkei 225 index fell 1%, with the yen slightly pulling back from recent strength versus the U.S. dollar that has come following the Bank of Japan's actions. China's Shanghai Composite Index declined 0.3%, and the Hong Kong Hang Seng Index lost 0.4%. Elsewhere, Australia's S&P ASX 200 Index shed 0.6%, South Korea's Kospi Index tumbled 1.8%, and India's S&P BSE Sensex 30 Index traded 1.6% lower. Like the domestic docket, next week's international economic calendar will be anemic, with a host of countries also observing the holiday. However, some reports of note include China's industrial profits and manufacturing and services PMIs, along with Japan's retail sales, employment figures, and industrial production. That concludes the closing Schwab market update as of 4.15 p.m. Eastern Time. 15 minutes after market close for Friday, December 23rd.